0: For me, for instance, I, I participate in three wars. So I'm, I'm still here, which is mean when God didn't want me, so he didn't take me. So I know what is that feel to be in war. What I'm doing here on the face on the earth? What is my purpose in life? And I find two things. I find that I love people and I love to help people.
1: Welcome to the Immigrant Experience in America, an immigrant human library, where we amplify and humanize the experiences of immigrants in the United States and around the world. Listen in as we add another story to our Immigrant Human Library. Hello, listeners, and thank you for joining us on another episode of the Immigrant Experience in America, where we amplify and humanize the experiences of immigrants in the United States and around the world. Today, we have another very interesting guest for you. We have Haim. Welcome, Haim. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure to have you on the show. If you don't mind giving us a bit about yourself, give us your full name, a bit about your personal and professional bio.
0: Uh, I'm Haim O'Heon. I born and raised in, in Israel, and uh, I moved... Uh, I moved to state in 1996, which is, me. I didn't, I didn't plan to come here. Yeah, but I, I was uh, standing in an intersection in my life that I need to make decision. Do I want to live in my car or I want to live in bed, in a house? That's what the situation. I became homeless in 1995. and That's a different story but since then i was sleeping in my car for a few months yes and uh, until I, I fed up and i said that's it i can i need to live like human being i want to take shower every day i want to change my clothes i want to wash my teeth i want to sleep in bed that's what i was looking i didn't i didn't look for more than extra i mean that's the, the simple stuff and I have a brother that lives here in Brooklyn, New York, so I said to him, do me a favor. I mean, I want to live like a human being. Mm. So he sent me a ticket, and I came to New York. And now I'm facing another, another challenge. I don't speak English. I came here, I'm a homeless guy, over 40, and I don't speak the language. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so what what I realize in the English alphabet we have the letter f how we use it are we living in fear or we have a fate and it's staring out I have a fate so I know I need to learn I know I need to do something extra to to, to if I want to live here the first thing I I need to learn is the language so I find a person that uh, speak my language and English. And I just talk, talk to him. And I said, well, show, show me places, take me around. I will learn from you. I will learn from others. And uh, in the beginning, I have a lot of error. But it didn't, it didn't stop me. I mm. know that my condition, this is the best way to learn. Yes. You have error from time to time in a language. But this is not stopping me. I, I keep going.
1: Very good. Yeah. So tell us. I'm interested. I have never been to Israel, right? What is life like there? And you know, there's uh, people who say it's just such a intriguing place. Give us a sense for what life is like over there.
0: If if you little bit religion, yeah the the country is very inspirational for every person. Because you read the Bible and when you come to Israel, the name of the places never change. The people that change, but let's say if you go to Bethlehem, the town is Bethlehem. Yes. If you go to the Jesus Walk, so the place and the, the, the building, there is some building that lasts from that time, never change. So yes. for people that came, it's amazing. It's amazing experience, And especially if you if you little bit religion. That that's experience. You can uh, I, I can uh, I can make you feel that. You need to feel it yourself. Okay, you have to experience it for yourself. Right. There is no other way that you can. Experience. I can tell you a story from here to tomorrow, but if you're not going there to feel to see it and to feel it for yourself. It's not the I'm not going to make a good job. Here. I get
1: right, it. right. So but give us a sense for what everyday life is like then outside of the religious perspective, say, like, what are the foods that you eat, fun things that you guys do culturally? What is it like living in Israel or in, in uh, that part of the world? We tend to get from the news that they're constantly some sort of conflict or bombing with the is it the West Bank or are the Palestinians like you know what is everyday life for a regular person outside of the religious perspective mm-hmm. or the religious connection?
0: There is hot area when you know you go in there you you may see all kind of uh, those kind of activity. The rest of the state is not. You know there is neighborhood even here that you're not going in a in a nighttime or in a uh, certain neighborhood, you're just not, not going there. You have nothing to do over there. So yeah. you hear on the news what's going on there, but you say, okay, it's, it's not even close to me. I know it's in my state, but it's not close to me. It's not affecting me. And over time, you learn to live with that. For me, for instance, I, I participate in three war. So I'm, I'm still here, which is mean when god didn't want me so he didn't take me so i know what is that feel uh, to be in war so we take it for uh, i mean some time for granted which is no good but, but and a day by day it's, it's like every other place in the world okay so just
1: like anywhere else in the world okay i'm not very exposed to the jewish culture so I guess that's what I'm getting a sense for myself and our listeners. Like, you know, what do you guys eat on a day-to-day basis? Is it more l- like a subsistence type of a culture where you, you farm and you eat what you farm from farm to table? Or do you import things? Or, you know, what's the rhythm over there?
0: I will tell you that. The agriculture in Israel is very developed. We in, uh, If we go back in time to the last century, Israel developed a lot of country in Africa through the agriculture. Mm-hmm. We, we support all kinds of country to grow up, all kinds of crops that they have a hard time. And we learn in Israel how to make life in a desert. In a desert, which is the, the most valuable is the water. If you don't have water, it's very hard time to have a life for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not talking about human being. I'm talking about agriculture. And we have many, many farms in, in the south of Israel, which is kind of desert. We have a lot of farms that grow up, a lot of crops. And they're important that all over Europe and we, we help African nation, many African nations, to do the same. So we we kind of uh, pioneering in, in, a, in how to create water in a desert right and, right right and uh i mean the food is the same food is the the ingredient is different but a chicken is chicken meat is meat the way you prepare it it's as the way you prepare it everywhere it's just the ingredient that you put here you put less salt Here you put more salt here you put sugar here you put something different so that's a different story but when you go to a restaurant i mean they have a lot of restaurants in New York and Israel, it's the same food, simply like that.
1: Okay, so it's pretty similar from that from the food that you get in New York, you find it. Yeah. You feel at home as far as the food is because you can get it in New
0: York. Yeah, yeah, in New York you get everything. And more than that, my youngest daughter, she's a pastry chef in a five-star restaurant in Los Angeles. So to be a pastry chef over there, and she born in Israel. She learned everything in Israel, and she do the same thing here. So, so it's nothing much different. Okay. Okay.
1: Can you give us some names of food that you guys eat here, or like whether in New York? I've never been. I know we have a bakery here called Jerusalem Bakery, and they have they make pizzas. They sell shawarma. They sell so many different
0: things. It's the same thing. It's the same thing in Israel. There's Shawarma, there is Falafel, there is hummus. there is it's the Middle East food. Let's put it this way. Every go every place in the Middle East, it's about the same food. Very good.
1: So after you came over with your brother, give us give us a sense for like how challenging life was, learning the language, getting yourself settled, and all of that.
0: Well, in the beginning it was very challenging. I was afraid to leave the house because If I get lost, how will communicate. I don't know the language. I wouldn't I didn't know if I couldn't find my way back to the home. But as I mentioned, I have faith in me. So I challenge myself every day. I will go in circles around the the place where I used to live, bigger and bigger until I learn the whole neighborhood. And right now I learn the whole country. And I travel all over the place. I go places that I never been before. Obviously, yeah. And I all the time find my way out. And I find my way in and I find my way out. It's what I can count on one hand how many times I get lost since I came here. Maybe once or twice. But I go all over the places. Not around the, the New York. Yeah, I travel in the West. I travel all over the place. I like to travel in, in general. Okay. How did you... You know, you had your brother, how did you
1: transition, you know, to finding work? And part of the podcast is to share information to other people who might be in the similar situation as you are, and who are trying to figure out how, what resources are out there that may be helpful to me? Like, what are some of the resources that you found useful that helped you along your way when you came over during that challenging first phase of your time here?
0: When I came, obviously, my, my brother living in a neighborhood, in a, in a Jewish community neighborhood, so a lot of Israeli that living here in the area. So to find a job, it was easy. Yeah, I was by trade. I was a car mechanic. So that was easy to find a job yeah, in the neighborhood. I, I went to the gas station, the close by gas station, and uh, I was talking to the owner and he said, yes, Go start to walk, And uh, he was Israeli, so it was easy for me. And, but And now I need to communicate in English. So as I mentioned, in the beginning, it was error. I have a lot of error, but I, I manage. I learn every day. And uh, for, for every person that come into state, it's recommended in the beginning, be around your people and spread out all the time. Yeah, when you around your people, you're not gonna get lost. You have people to communicate, to explain how things working for you. But think, think about that, you come from different place to, to different states and you start your life from, from scratch, from zero, from nothing. So you need some support, help and support from the community inside here that's already living here, because they know how thing on. So that's help in the beginning. Later on you develop on your own what what is that you want to do. And one thing I learned is uh, it's an endless possibility in this in this country, in this part of the world. Which has been said all over the place. Why why people come into America? Because it's, as you you can find whatever you want to do, it's easy to do it.
1: Yeah.
0: So when you look around you, a lot of business owner they are foreigner. The American way it's a different way. They, they say go to college, have a good grade, find job that give you pay you benefit and government. And when you reach sixty five, you sit and you are good for life. Foreigner <laughs> when they come here, they look for the opportunity. So if it's the endless opportunity, where is that? Would, now, when there is a lot of difference when you're looking or when you're searching. I learned that later on, and today that's what I do. I educate people how to pay attention to what they say to themselves, because the outcome is totally different. Which is mean, when you're looking, you're not active, you're very passive. You're sitting and you're observing what's going on. Yes, yeah. You're watching TV, you're watching sport, which is when you're sitting and watching. But when you're searching, you're moving around. You look up, you look down, you look underneath. You will find a lot of Now you have the power to choose which one you want to keep and what you want to let go. So I, I was looking for a job. I find a job right away. Yeah. And uh, that's kept me for a long time, which is mean it wasn't the... Opportunity that I was searching for, yeah, but forget, I have no money. I have nothing. I need to build myself from scratch. So to find a business, today I know you don't need money. You need something else. Back then, I didn't know that. So I said, well, I don't have money, so what want to, to search for opportunity. Let me find a job that uh, just give me some income that I can live and survive by that. Yes. So to find as a car mechanic, that was easy for me to find. And January 2009, I get uh, I get fired from the place I used to work. I refused to compromise my value for the place. I was asked to do all immoral and illegal stuff for the place to have income. Oh wow! I I didn't want to play that game. So they sent me home. They say we don't want you here. So when they sent me home, I was already over 50. And many places I tried to walk, I was overqualified. They say, in your age, how many years you can give me? Not a lot. Yeah, and your skill, you know everything. I can't teach you nothing. So you're going to walk the way you want to walk. You're not going to listen to me. Mm. Nobody wants to hire me. So what I did is... is it's unusual for people in that and that age. I I turn around inside to find who am I? What I'm doing here on the face on the earth. What is my purpose in life? And I find two things. I find that I love people and I love to help people. But that still don't give me anything. I'm mean, what I'm gonna do with that, I still don't know. I know to fix car. I can do the same to people. Yeah. I'm not a surgeon, I'm not a So as I'm searching, I stumble on on coaching. I say, well, that's what coaching do. They love people. They want to help people. Let me see how is that going to work for me? So I took the course. The school was in Australia, not even in the state. That I was dialed the number. And uh, 2009, 2010, this is the time I took the course. I dialed the number and i in class. And over there is pure English. And back then I I will speak very, I mean, I, I know what I'm saying. I know how to, I understand the language. I can communicate. And uh, I didn't graduate either. They say, if you want to graduate, you need to bring person with problem, fix it and you move on. I said- hmm?
1: is this the International Coaching Federation?
0: even uh, it was a different school but it's the same thing. They said to me so I said, well I have a better ideal. I want to work with people. They say, okay, what is your ideal? I say I'm going to take something good and make it great. I don't want to deal with problem. I'm not a therapist. And they say, well any school you go is the same thing. It's the same curriculum. I say, well that's what I want to do say okay you're on your own you can do whatever you want. Okay, okay. So I I have a friend back then, she was a receptionist for event planner, which means okay. she had a table in the front of the hall. She collects money and collects data from every person that comes to the event. And I asked her, do you like what you do? She said, I love what I do. I wish I could do it for myself. I said, you know what? I'm looking for a person like you. And uh, <laughs> I said I will walk with you. You don't pay me anything. I just want to see if uh, my my thinking it's it's working. In a matter of uh, I said three years, she became the executive of the chambers of the that town. She had the bigger office in in that chambers, and not only that, she she used to make events on a monthly basis, with 10, 15 vendors plus guest speaker. So I said, well, what I'm doing is working. Let me start to get some income from that. And since then, I wrote a book. I was having my own TV show here in Long Island, New York. I used to have my own meetup group. Where Over 1,400 members. That I used to speak twice a month. How to raise your confidence? How to build your self-esteem? And uh, the pandemic came and stopped it. Stop the TV show. Stop the meetup. And but I took all what I tap in a in a TV and I opened three YouTube accounts. And today, actually, tomorrow I have a, I'm holding webinar. I holding monthly webinar. Yes. For. Uh, I call it the, the goose and the golden egg. Which is when we have a goose that gives us golden egg. <laughs> so here is the question. What do you pay attention to? The goose or the egg? Now, every person, let <laughs> me say, well, I pay attention to the goose. But their eyes is on your egg. So when the eyes are on your egg, your intention is on egg. So what you say is not what really happened. So, but when you pay attention to the goose, you get you have more than one egg, you have egg all the time. Yes. Yeah. But that's what people missing, and that, that's what I want. And in the end, I give offer to walk with me one on one, or to create some class and to give some uh, program. For, for a group of people that's going to be in 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 a discount in a big discount and uh i can i can say that eighty percent from the people that i walk in with they got what they're looking for which is i don't give advice i don't tell you what to do and but i need to know what it is that you want to achieve in your life hmm. i i go through everything I know how to be here from from nothing, and to create who I am today. Yes. So if you wanna do it, let's have a conversation, and we decide if if I wanna walk with you, and if you wanna walk with me. Because well, That's yeah. the way it's walk.
1: What's the name of your program, and and I'm intrigued. What's the name of your TV show that you hosted?
0: I will send you email with uh, after after the we finished. I will send you email with a link to my uh, webinar, and you have all my information, my YouTube account, my LinkedIn account, all my all the way to connect with me in any way.
1: Yes, but also remember that our listeners are also paying attention. So we, if you are okay it's with sharing free. that on the recording, then they can get in touch with you if they want to collaborate, work with you for any reason.
0: Right. I mean, the webinar is free. There's no charge. Yeah. In the end of the webinar, I give offers. People feel comfortable to work with me great. If they're not, they're not. That's fine. Okay.
1: All right, so we'll get the the link for the webinar and we'll put it in the show notes for anybody who would like to check it out and see if there's a possibility of a match to work with you. So Haim, I'm wondering if you have any specific advice for immigrants who are considering coming to the United States who might be already here about how to thrive in the United States, what advice would you offer?
0: I would say... I don't give advice. I don't tell people what to do. But what I want people to think about is find some people that want to help and support you. Yes. And not not to give you any opinion. Most of the people give us opinion on how to do things, and they want to teach us. And that's not it's not help because if you want to do something, you you want people that they help and support you and what you want to do. Those are the people that you need to search for. Because if I if I give you advice, yeah, and you have built some resistance to all that, because that's going against your belief, and you're not gonna do it. And you will say, What kind of coach are you that you give me this kind of advice that doesn't work? So I don't give this kind of advice. What I give is what you need to search for, just mean I will teach you how to learn and not what to learn. And mm-hmm. That's the area that most people want. Because you have something in your mind. Yeah. Basically, there, there is three things that stay in a people way in order to achieve what they want to achieve. Yes. That's your belief system. Your habit that's come from your belief. And lack of imagination. Because think about that. This principle worked from beginning of time until the end of time. Everything happened twice. The first time in your mind, the second time in a physical reality. And what I mean by that, look around you. All what you see, all what you have, if we go back on time, it was not exist. Somebody has to think about that and build it. That principle never changed. Yes. Yeah. So when you have something you have idea in your mind, the way I'm working with people, I want you to write it down on paper. When you write it down on paper, now you create contract between you and the universe, you and God, whatever you want to call it. Yes. So remember that because it's written. Yeah. Now you need to reread it a few times a day. Now, when you reread a few times a day and you're gonna to start to take action, small action, very minor action toward your ideal. The first step that you make, the universe or God is gonna make the same step toward you. So you're gonna meet in some point. It depends how you believe in yourself, what is your faith. Yeah, and it's gonna work. Because that's work for everybody else. Why not you?
1: Right. So there's no need to worry then about how you're going to get there or if you're going to get there, right? You just need to operate from, I guess, your higher self.
0: The point is you will get to the future. Everybody get to the future. In what way you get there, which is mean you decide your decision is not how to do things. is what is that you want. Mm. When you start what they want, then the how come after that. The how is the easy part. Which is when you think about that, there is three things that people want in life. Yes. People want to have more money. (laughs) People want to to be happy. People want to be healthy. Think about that. That's the three things people want. Now, if you want to have more money, so let's find out how your income coming today, because it's income to you how the income, how you create multiple income, Yeah, which has been, it, it, it's different than what people think, which is mean here's the way I illustrate that. We, we belong to the marketplace. A marketplace is like a huge, huge tree with three branches. Yes. Ideal, there is service, there is product. People will join your ideal, people will use your service, people will buy your product. Now, you can sit on all three branches. You can sit on two, you can sit on one. It's a choice that you make. What you need to learn is how to take people from the tree to the branch. You don't need to learn the branch. Now, we do that in two ways, through communication and relationship. So one of the things that I do, I teach people how to talk to anybody on a face on earth and build relationships. Now, when you when you build relationship now your communication is much better it's more it's more in debt it's more in a, on a personal level so we, they're gonna ask you in one point what is that you do for a living yeah and now you can present whatever you have the branch that you're sitting on but it starts with communication and relationship.
1: So those are two of the branches on the tree and then is the
0: other one money? <laughs> Well, money, it's it's about time. Let's speak about it. Most people change time for money. And now, there is is multiple sources of income. Take the rich people. They have multiple sources of income. They not depend on one source. And they want to try to duplicate themselves. As much as they can. Now, when you duplicate yourself, the every hour now is two hours. If you triple yourself, every hour is three hours. Which means if you teach people to do what you do, yeah, you need to provide them job. Now you triple, quadruple yourself. You make ten times yourself. That's what other companies do when they hire people to work the company just pro, go around to the market to bring more job and the people that in in a place they're doing the work so you everybody can do that every company start from one person an idea that it was in his head he put it on paper and go to work and make yeah. it happen. Right. so it's never changed that's the ideal mm. that's the reason I I said, you need to find people that want to help and support you to do that. Not people that are going to come and tell you what to do or how to do it. It doesn't work that mm. way.
1: Right. So coming up with a system and then replicating it.
0: Yes. I mean, I will go more in uh, more in that. I mean, I have plenty of story. Around, uh, I, I work with an uh, insurance broker. He sent me a guy and that graduate from college on a finance now we say hi i want you to train the guy okay the guy came and the first thing that most important to me is your moral compass if your moral compass not aligned with mine i'm not working i don't care about the money because in the end of the day people are gonna pay your your income you can steal and and uh, cheat and scam people. It's not fair. I don't want to be part of that. Mm. So he was a decent guy. I say, I'm gonna work with you. And then I, I asked him, Do you know what is your product? I say, insurance. I say, No, this is not your product. He said, What do you mean? I graduated from college, I I passed the insurance exam. Now I'm licensed and I will do investment in the future. You tell me it's not my product. I say, Yes, this is not about people, you build relationships. Insurance company not gonna pay you because you license it doesn't work that way. In the first month, he opened eight account, the second month he opened two accounts, which is mean what I did, I installed a habit in him. Which is the habit I installed. You need to talk to everyone and you need to build relationship with people. When you do that, now you can sell insurance. Okay. And so did he end up leaving or no, I, I left. I don't, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't take money for no reason from people. It's, it's not what I'm doing.
1: So I wanted to ask, you were just sharing some advice for, for... you know, new immigrants in respect of your time and to close out the session today. What advice may you have for new immigrants who are trying to figure out their way here and how to, you know, make life and get to their American
0: dream? Here's one of the things that I teach people is when you build relationships, the hardest job in the world is to change the way people thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to do. But when I change the way you feel, you change the way you think. Now, to do that, that's easy. I say something nice, I give some compliment, I say something that's and, and nice to hear, that's and that's lower the guard. Now we're open to communicate. Now we're open to talk. And to find some people that help and want to help and support you. That's the best thing that everybody can ask for.
1: You're mute. So find your community. That's your message. Find your community. Yeah. People who will support you. Not to tell you exactly what to do per se, but people who will support you to figure this out.
0: Yeah. Which is mean, you need to have ideal in your head. Every person that have ideal. The question is what you do with that. And the point is, what I said, is put it down on paper and start to go for it. Take some small action toward that. Yeah, when you do that, the, the world going to come, the universe is going to come toward you. And you're going to come toward the universe. You're going to meet someplace, which is mean you're going to get what you're looking for. So you need people that are going to help and support you along the way. Yeah. People that are going to tell you what to do or how to do it.
1: Mm -hmm. I get that. I get that. Well, thank you for sharing your immigrant story with us, Haim. You're welcome. We appreciate your time and patience. And we'll get the details from you regarding your webinar and your coaching business posted in the show notes for anyone who is maybe able to or have a desire to work with you as a coach. Thank you very much.
0: Um, I'm uh, honored to be on your show. Thank you so much.
1: And, and in the interim, can people just search for you? What is your last name? Tell us. Haim
0: Ohayon. Hey,
1: Haim Ohayon. H-A-I-M-O-H-A-Y-O-N. Yes. And I and you can be found on social media platforms. Okay. okay. Thank you so much. Friends, as always, please subscribe, comment, and share if you enjoyed this interview. If you're passionate about telling immigrant stories, our team is looking for help. If you're willing to help with podcast production, social media, or Patreon management, please reach out to us. You can also donate on our Patreon if it's easier for you. All the links are in the description below. Thank you. We thank our listeners around the world and we appreciate your continued support as we build our human library. Please remember to give us a five-star review, subscribe and share with your friends, family and circle of influence.